0: The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Ros and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I am your host, Ros and Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show. Hello, sis. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year to you, girl. I am so excited to be back in front of the microphone with you today. Um, Y'all, can you believe we're here? It's 2020. I have so many things to share with you all, as I know you haven't really heard my voice in the last six weeks. You've been hearing a lot of the amazing recordings from um, my live stream series I did for Therapy as a Christian before I started my podcast. And I hope that you all enjoyed that series as it was such a blessing to share that with you. And I hope you learned something about where we started. And so in the interim of that, we also celebrated a year of my podcast. And I'm super excited about what 2020 is going to bring. I feel like God has been doing a lot of things with me as far as um, sharing with you all. So we're going to kind of hop into it a little bit. I am going to start by saying how excited I am to share this news with you. But as I've been like not recording live, quote unquote, and you've been hearing some recordings, I have discharged from therapy. Yes, girl. So about two or three months, I want to say it's been about three months ago, me and my therapist were talking about my progress throughout the time that I've been with her, two whole years, and we had had the discussion of discharge, and girl... I was so against it. My therapist isn't a therapist that does long-term counseling. Um, she actually told me that I was her longest client that she's had. And so she's really one of those people that are like, you know, when you're doing good and you're able to really see progress on your own, she's going to discharge you and let you fly out of the coop. And so we had started the conversation and I was like praying about when it was time for me to go and like stop therapy And I couldn't see myself past January still going to see her um, And the process of like discharge was super different But basically and I might do a whole episode on this But basically she said that you know you've done so well I was coming to my sessions kind of still talking through a lot of things with her But just pretty much at that point of like coming and basically figuring it out and so as we would talk like I would process stuff with her and we would figure out the solution but pretty much it was me figuring it out and so yeah so I have officially discharged from therapy and I don't even know really how to describe it um so yeah we're (laughs) we're gonna kind of bypass that aspect of it because I'm still like processing um that part of it. But I want to in effort to like really think through this. um Going back to the beginning, this is kind of the start all over again of the year. And every year I kind of think of like, where am I at? And so for you all, I really want to talk about, you know, we get into the year, the new year, we get real hype, we get real excited about our goals. And just having that moment, I really want to talk about, you know, for people who might have listened to my podcast, maybe your first time, this may be like, you baby have been with me from the beginning, the hesitancy with healing. And that's what the title of this episode is. It's the new year. We all have new goals pop that are popping off. And I really want to talk about, for my people who are really hesitant to start counseling and or if counseling is not your tool, hesitancy to heal with God. And most of the times we don't know really where to start with that. We don't know what healing looks like. We're very, very fearful. I feel like as a people in general to fully expose things to God, um, just because it's never fun to feel like the light is shining down on you. And two, it's very emotional And so I wanted to give about, you know, four points as to the importance of healing, but why um, it's important for you to recognize your hesitancy to then push forward to do your healing process. I know I talk about therapy as a Christian and, you know, my journey with mental health and why mental health is so important, why it matters to God, but why God wants to heal your emotional emotional wounds. Therapy can be a tool, but it doesn't have to be your tool if that's not what you feel comfortable with. But I really think you still need to utilize God as a source for your healing. And if you need a little extra help, maybe therapy can be your tool. But if it's not, like learning to heal with God is very important. And we need to be very open about those areas of our lives that we have a struggle with and open those areas to God. Um, This is not something we talk about in our everyday life. So this is why I want to address the hesitancy part, because I think that as we're like moving about, we don't realize like how much of our lives, our threaded lives alone impact the way our behavior and the way we feel and the way we think and the way we move about in our daily lives. And so, Knowing where to start, I think you have to really... When I think back about when I first started counseling, I think for me, I was so desperate. Like, that goes into my first point. Just the desperation of knowing that I needed help. I think that for me, I, had, I it's easy for me to find my way of closing myself off. Like that was my natural way of dealing with stuff was isolation. It was easy for me to isolate. It was easy for me to close off. It was easy for me to like pull back from any and everything. But after a while, even within my isolation, I found that it never solved the issue. It only made me feel like I'm pulling back because I don't want, like I think in my nature, I would pull back from people like I was one of those people that would be like, girl, I'm going to come to your event. And wouldn't be like, wouldn't send a text, wouldn't show up. Um, wouldn't answer the phone for friends. Wouldn't text back. And I do think that the boundaries are important, but I do think that it's very important that we don't isolate out of just feeling wanting to emotionally withdraw. And so I think And I'll talk about in a second, like what some things you can do as you heal with God. But I think it's important for me to say, like, by the time I had got to the point of where I had isolated for so long, I became so desperate to change. I was like, this is not what I need to be doing. Like, and I think as we're going into the new year, and we're super excited. I think it's important for you to recognize, like. Only the things you do can go so long. There's only so much isolating you can do. There's only so much pullback you can do before it doesn't help at all. And so I think that I needed to know like something that could feel me. I needed something that was going to pour into me. I needed something that was like, I'm so desperate for help. Like, I called my therapist the first time I called, I set the appointment for that week. Like, I was like, sis, I need somebody because I was so, um, during that time, I was just so, I was struggling with so much anxiety and I didn't have a hold on any of it. I didn't have a hold on what was happening. I didn't have a hold on what I was going through. And I think that impacted me so much to where I didn't know how to overcome it. And so as I am talking to healing about God, yes, I'm talking about counseling. Yes, I'm talking about using therapy as a tool. Like this can be one of your tools to heal with God, but ultimately your first source is God. Like I think I'm, I got that revelation more so with like the discharge from therapy because I could go to my therapist all day. I could, you know, go to her once a week. But in that one, it's almost like going to church. You know, you can go to church on Sunday. But what do you do Monday through Saturday? And I think for me, I really want you all to understand, like, I could talk about, you know, therapy all day. But ultimately, the source is God. Like, God is our shepherd. God is the one who loves us. And so where you could start could be learning to create a routine with him, learning to create a space where, you know, you have a routine where you're seeking God consistently. If you don't know how to do that, like get a part of a community, get a part of a church, get a part of um a friend like you and a friend is like, sis, hold me accountable to like making sure I get in front of God, like hold me to this because I need to seek the father, I need somebody who's going to say like, girl, did you spend time with God? Girl, let's pray together. Girl, like let's let's seek God for ourselves. Like join my time with God challenge. Like that's something that I do and I'll be doing this month. Like join a community, join some people. We need accountability in the body. And a lot of times we don't know how to heal with God because we're trying to do it without him. And like God sends people to help you. God sends people to hold you accountable and pour into you when you don't have the ability to do it. This is why he called the body. Like God is a relational God, and I think when we exclude everybody out of like you know, people use the excuse of like I'm an introvert, like, yeah, being an introvert is fine, but sis, like sometimes you still need people. Like I don't care what nobody say, like you still need people. And so, you know, include God in every aspect. Yes, you can use therapy as a tool, but when you leave your sessions, like, are you even sitting before the Father and talking to Him about what y'all talked about? Like, those are aspects of things where you got to include Him in it. And so, um, additionally with that, ask God to begin to expose the areas of your life you're having a hard time with. Like, God is our shepherd. Like, if I read to you... um, Psalms, let's see. Psalms 23. You know, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Like, if this says, if David is saying, The Lord is my shepherd, think of the aspect of it could say, like, God is a or the Lord is a shepherd. The Lord shepherds. He's saying, The Lord is my shepherd. And so when I'm a big huge word person, y'all, like I am like I study the words in the scripture. That's a big part of uh what I teach my um girls in the Time of God challenges, like breaking down the scriptures because you need to understand what the word is saying. And so one of the tools I use is the Blue Letter Bible app. Um and so I looked up what this verse was saying and broke down what shepherd meant in the Greek in the Greek term um I can't pronounce it with the Greek. Uh, no it actually says raha, I think is how you pronounce it, but it's basically saying like shepherd means to pasture, to tend, to graze, to feed. It also means um tend and I'll tell you what tend mean. Tend means to regularly or frequently behave in a particular way or have, certain, have a certain characteristics. It also means to go or move in a particular direction. So when it's saying God is tending to us, it means he's like moving us. He's moving us in particular directions. It also says to be liable to possess or display. So like God is tending to us like he's paying attention to us he's showing he's showing interest in us and so when we're talking about shepherding the greek word also says to be a friend of to be a companion to associate with another one of the words is to keep company with and so god is like showing us at least in this scripture per se that he desires to be our companion. He desires to be our friend. He desires to pay attention to us. He desires to feed us. He desires to be over us and like care for us. Like when I think of a shepherd, he's like always looking at his sheep, always paying attention to his sheep. There is a very, there's a, um, and I have to find the the sermon, but there was a, Sermon that I listened to that talked about um, a shepherd, like a sheep, knowing the shepherd's voice and how the sheep would know that particular shepherd's voice. It was such a good sermon. I'm gonna have to find it. If I find it, I'll link it below for you all to listen to. But I think we have to really realize that when you ask God, God will give it to you and ask you and like give you the desires of your heart but also too like when you're asking God to expose these things to you be in the expectation that God is gonna also like realize like show you who you are because one thing that God is is a gentleman the Holy Spirit is a gentleman he's not gonna invade into your space like Jesus I don't think ever invaded people's space he just was who he was and people welcomed him and even when he talked to the disciples it's like if these people don't accept you let your peace come back to you and dust it off your feet so like god's not going to invade your space if you don't invite him And I think the hard time with us not knowing where to start is that we don't always invite God in because we just have the expectation that God is just going to fix it or God's going to just invade our space. But most of the time, like God's waiting on your invitation. He's waiting on you to say like, help me, help me, expose to me these areas. And so some questions to ask yourself is like, show me the areas that I'm having a hard time with God. Show me the areas that I'm struggling in emotionally. Show me the people That are adding to my frustration or whatnot. And so realizing this. Sometimes we can be scared to expose to God. But you have to understand that God wants to heal those places in your life that you hide. And you may not even know that you hide them because they're so ingrained or because they're not something you talk about often. But there's a reason why. There might be certain times of the year that you feel overwhelmed. Like I know people talk about like the holidays and all this kind of stuff. But there are certain reasons why certain times of the year you may go through the same pattern. There may be certain times where somebody might say something to you that triggers you. You may not really recognize it because I think also when you're asking God to expose these things to you. You're building yourself. God wants to build your self-awareness of him and just the self-awareness of yourself. But there's also aspects of that when you allow God to expose you, you find out things about you. The more you seek him, the more you find you. That was one thing that I heard from a girl um, that I was talking to that she was telling me about. Just like talking about self-awareness is just like, well, the more you seek God, the more you find you. And sometimes we think that it's reversed. And what she was telling me was, sometimes we think it's reversed. But really, like, when we seek God, we find us. And so we're scared to, we're scared to, like, be 100% with God. But at the same time, like, you being 100%, you, you he already knows. So what are you being scared of? And so I think... um As I've talked about so many different things on this podcast, like I want you all to know like worry is not the should never separate you from the Lord. When it comes to worrying about what God sees, God already knows. He knows and he desires and loves to help you. Like in his nature, he's a helper. In his nature, he's a provider. In his nature, he's a father. And so I think that we fear, we cannot fear going to him and allowing him to expose those areas because rather him expose them and you get healed instead of not exposing it and you never see the result of what your life could be. And this even goes into therapy for those that are in counseling If you are never really fully transparent with your therapist, how do you expect to get anything from them? Like, you can't get mad at home, girl, if you're not really truly transparent. Like, you can't get mad if you go into this office and you paying her this coin to help you, but you never really are transparent. And it's the same thing in our relationship with God. Like, the Bible talks about seeking wise counsel, but if you never share anything, how can you get, like, the exchange and so we can't expect to, like, God wants to do this, but you also have to open yourself up. And so the hesitancy that I think a lot of people have with healing is that they think it's overnight. They think that it's going to be something that's just like a beautiful process. They think that it's going to be, it's, it's an exposure. It's an exposure, It's almost like turning the light on in a dark room where the room is messy and you can't see what's in there. So you're just tripping over stuff. And then when you turn it on and you're really able to see, you're like, oh my God, what is this? It's like that attic I always tell y'all about where, like when you put so much stuff in your attic for so long and then you just finally too full and you have to go up there and clean it out. You're like, why do I have all this stuff? So you got to allow God to begin to expose those areas for you because... Most of the time, he's waiting on us to to invite him in. And so the hesitancy most of the time is fear. The hesitancy, hesitancy is most of the time worry as a means to control. You want to control what's going to happen because you don't know what it looks like. But if you just gave him the opportunity, he would blow your mind with what he wants to show you. And the confidence that you get when you serve the Lord fully and wholeheartedly because you expose yourself is beyond words. Like, I can't even begin to describe it to you. Just the aspects of what has changed in my life by being honest with God and the exposure, but also the truth that comes from that. And so. You know, I think we all worry about sometimes our purpose and all these areas and the things that we're called to do. But really, like God wants to show you your purpose within showing showing you who you are, showing you who you have been created to be and how those things can be be utilized for your purpose. And so. Going into, you know, why I think that this is important. Most of the time, y'all, like, you know, you you quit before you really see results. And I think that perseverance is important when seeing this through the end. And the hesitance with healing is like, you know, you may start and stop, start and stop, but you got to see it through. Don't be hesitant. Hesitancy has a lot to do with fear. And you won't have fear of serving the Lord. You are called. You are purposed. You are loved by the creator. You are destined for greatness. And he has a plan and a purpose for you. But at the same time, don't give up in the process. God wants to develop that fruit of the spirit of patience. And long-suffering to show you that if you see this through, if you trust me, there's another level of things that God wants to show you. But you have to be open to allowing him to heal you. Many of us have been through an, um, very tough relationships. I know that was a big thing for me last year was just learning learning about relationships was tough. Um it still is. It's still something that I'm like learning, learning how to work through, because I have to learn how to be just a better friend, a better, um, and just overall be honest about you know where I'm at with certain things. And as you go, you'll learn. You're never gonna be perfect. There's always gonna be aspects of learning. God is a God of multiplication, and most, sometimes multiplication requires growth. And growth requires a level of pruning. Growth requires a level of certain seasons of being watered. Growth requires certain level of seasons where you're just like waiting to be harvested. And when I say that, you're just like waiting for the breakthrough to happen. And so you can't think that you're going to be perfect all the time, but you can't quit before it happens. And so as we go into this year and as you're like working towards your goals, I really want you to work on like Thinking about why healing with God is important. Why he wants and desires. God, you know how much God desires to show you who you are? He desires so much of it and desires your heart so much. It's not about what you've been through. It's not about what you're currently doing It's not about who you did it with. It's not about who you said it to. Like, he, God could care less about that. All he wants is his his daughter or his son. And so I think when we get into perspective, we may not know we need healing. We may just think that, I mean, some people may think that I'm just going to therapy just because... I just need to talk to somebody about how to get through my life. But in the interim of that, you may find like, wow, my patterns of this are because of this. You may not know that you need healing, but allow God to to show you what you need help with and utilize them. Utilize counselors. That's why we're here. And so that's all I really want to talk to you all about today. I, I know that this is not a super long episode. I'm working through trying to make sure my episodes are very short and concise for you to be able to get something out of it. Um, if you really love this episode, I greatly appreciate if you share with someone who you think might want to hear this. And as we go into the new year, just be open to not being hesitant. Don't pull back from God Press to him. He's so worthy and he's so worth um, you being able to be loved on. Um, And he loves to love on you. So that's all for this episode. I love you all so much and I will talk to you soon. Sick of being upsold at gyms? (laughs)